You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. When it's inside your heart in abundance, without any thought on your own part, it comes out with power. And what you say from an abundance in your heart, nothing can stop it from happening in your life. So the work is to get the truth into your heart in an abundant measure. That's why God told Moses, I'm sorry, Joshua, this book of the law must not depart out of your mouth. Now I'm going to close with the scripture here. And don't forget what I'm going to tell you here. Because Charles Cap said, this is what was missing for hundreds of years from the body of Christ. And this is the truth. You know, if you hear yourself, if how many of you have ever spoken and they recorded your voice and played it back? You know it doesn't sound like you. You know. But every other person in the world says it's you. If you play to your brother, I say that's you. Play to your father, I say it's you now. Play to your sister, it's you. Play to people that know it's, it's your voice. You say, no, 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 no. You know, I don't sound like this. Huh? This is strange. I mean, when I go to those cars and they put my CD on the stage, I say, stop, please, stop. Because it sounds very different in my ear. Sometimes it's embarrassing. Ah, is this how I sound? Now, 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 you know what And now, now, let me tell you this. What's going on? You have an outer ear, this outer ear, and then you have an inner ear. Anytime you speak, you hear yourself with your inner ear, and nobody else hears with the inner ear. Everybody hears with the outer ear. Anytime anything comes out of your own mouth, it goes into your inner ear and enters your spirit. That's how you hear it. If you put your words into a tape and play it, because it's not coming out of your mouth, you hear it with your outer ear. That's why it sounds different. The key to faith is not the outer ear, it's the inner ear. Do you understand what I'm saying here? That's why faith can only be produced by your confession. Your own faith. Are you following what I'm saying here? Now let me show you. Go to the book of Romans. Said medical research has shown us that the part of the brain that controls the speech is connected to every nerve in the body. Therefore what you say about yourself affects every cell in your body. Listen, that's why it's by your own words you will be justified and by your own words you will be what? Condemned. Do you get it here? So if somebody says you are a failure, that's your outer air. What you do is I am a success, you hear that with your inner air. That bounces off on the outside while the success goes on the inside. Don't say I reject that in Jesus' name. Just say the right thing. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Don't say I reject that because that doesn't have any meaning. That you a failure has a meaning. So when I just reject it, listen, just say I am a success in Jesus' name. Finish. Now I'll show you the secret to the faith of Jesus. Jesus never repeated anything with his mouth that it wasn't a statement that God gave him to say. So everything Jesus heard with his inner ear were words that came directly from God. So when they came and said, who do you men say that I am? He never repeated those things. Uh, He said, Elijah, that's their problem. 
what Jesus was doing was feeding his spirit with the word of truth. So when it entered into his spirit, he will manifest. And so when he got to demons, and he will manifest, demons will manifest, they knew who he was in the spirit. Which meant they knew the confessions Jesus was making because that created a spiritual identity that nobody knew about by himself. He would declare those things. Nobody knew about it. When he got there, the demons would begin to call him and say, keep quiet. Don't let anybody know who I am. Do you get what we're saying here? There are three things you should be calling into your life that nobody should know. That when you come out, is a warfare. When people refer to you, they refer to you based on how they know you are the past. And there's a struggle in your spirit because you are calling yourself somebody who is in the future. So as you go out, it should be warfare every day. Even when your parents talk to you, sometimes what they should say should be that. Because even though they love you, they are still talking about you in the context of who you are and not who you are in the spirit. Because that which is born of flesh is flesh. And they refer to that, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Are you following what we're saying? It is that solid confession that changes things. I remember Dr. Bill Winston said once, he was working in the financial district of Chicago, everybody pinstripe suits, everybody looking hot. Financial district there. I mean, it's not the time you want to start behaving funny. And then he heard some noise in the distance. And there was that noise in the distance there. And there was a man swinging and he looked across the road. And he said he had been meditating and confessing, greater is he that is inside me than he that is in the world. And everybody was running and moving back and running. He said, and then he was moved by the Spirit. He said he got there. And the minute he got there, he just looked at the man and said, what's the problem? The man broke into tears. I said, they stole my secrets. He said, everybody around there started looking. What is it about you? That this man was swinging at everybody. And you came in. He said in his heart, he said, this is the manifestation of the sons of God. Which meant that there was something inside him in abundance that came out. Now, if it's not in you in abundance, you will be raising your voice. In Jesus' name, what you're trying to do is to quieten the unbelief that is coming out of you. You are afraid. As they come in, Jesus! What you're trying to do is you don't have, because if it is there in abundance, do you understand what we're saying? A lot of times we'll call on the name of Jesus, but it's fear, not faith. So when you hear Jesus, you know, ah, problem today. You understand what I'm saying? This is not a demonstration of faith. This is a declaration of fear. In fact, when you hear, you say, what's the matter? <laughs> now, I don't want to show you why they walk. He said, but when he said, Jesus, but it was a cry of fear. Really and truly, spiritually speaking, it's Egbami. That's what he said. That Jesus was just to say religion. Now, let me close. Go to Romans chapter 10. Romans and chapter 10. Now, I'll close with it. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel, and there's the clincher, is that they might be saved. For I bear them record they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they have been ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves to the righteousness that is of God. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to every man that believeth. For Moses described the righteousness that is of the law, that the man that doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness that is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart. So the confession is a confession of the heart and not the confession of your lips. Do you understand this? You are speaking from your heart. 
Which means that when your heart, let me tell you this, and your mouth are in agreement, which means what you are saying is from your heart, there is no force in the material world that can stop you. Look, this is the law. Alright? Now. But what saith it? The word is my day. Now, I'll close with this. Now, quickly look down here. What is it saying here? Now, just quickly look down. Look at verse 13. For whosoever shall say, shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. So it tells me that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So someone said, well, I call on the name of the Lord, I wasn't saved. He says, whosoever. How then shall they call on him whom they have not what? Believed. And how shall they believe if they have not what? Heard. And how shall they hear without a preacher? Remember the Bible says the word preached not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. You understand it? So the faith was there, but they didn't mix the thing. Now, what's going on? It says, how shall they preach, how shall they hear without a preacher? Now, you remember that God is the one that ministers seed to the sower. The kingdom of God is as if a man will cast seed into the ground. So it's the business of God to give you the seed of the kingdom, which is the word of God. It's your business to plant the seed into the earth. When you do that, then it begins to happen. Now, here's where preachers come in. Preachers are supposed to supply you with the seeds for your life. And that's the business of preaching. A, a pastor is not supposed to be a paddy. You understand what I'm saying? It's not to be your, you know, where we are friends. All right? That's just emotional. The duty of the person is to make sure. Can you imagine, you know, I'm greeting people around the whole place. And somebody is fighting cancer and is looking for the seed to destroy cancer in their body. And I come on Sunday morning and I say, hey, how are you? Uh, you know, vanity is vanity. All is is vanity. You know, I was at the Galleria last night. God just told me about a movie, you know, you know, in the, you know, you're, you're not teaching anything from the scripture. You're just talking about movie and cracking jokes. You understand this? And people are fighting cancer and they're looking for the seed. Are you following what I'm saying here? So the business, and sometimes you have to be in the spirit. People have asked me before, we see you, we greet you. Sometimes you don't answer. I, we don't understand. Listen, it's because I'm praying. Most of the time when people talk to me, I'm not, I'm somewhere else. You understand this? I mean, or a robot... Is what people don't know. Our robots used to, it was under instruction when Copeland was his pilot. There must be no interference in any conversation when I finish inside my office praying and coming to the pulpit. There was a time he was to be killed and they got security reports, but they had to tell him not to go on stage. But he had given them instruction that nobody must see anything. So they started praying in the spirit that God will help us, that the plan will not happen. Because they couldn't tell him. That's how strong he was. That listen, once the anointing is on me, do not allow it. That's how strong they were operating here. Now he says, that, but they have all, have they not, but they have not all obeyed. This is what Isaiah said. For Isaiah said, who has believed our word report? And then he says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the spoken word of God, which is the Rema. Now, this is what he said. And then he speaks about the fact that their voice have gone into all the earth. So what was Isaiah saying? But we preached. We preached. And the word preached. We didn't see the prophet. We preached. You know, and we didn't see results. Only a remnant was saved. Only 7,000 of the multitudes that we preached to, only a remnant really got it and blew up. The rest were just hearing. And it's not the amount of time you spend in the place. It's getting the logic of the thing that really counts. You can be somewhere for 20 years and you don't get anything. Alright? That's true. That matter. It's not time. It's understanding the logic. Now, here's what happened. When they preached and they got the word, remember outer air, inner air. Everybody heard with their outer air. It's only the people that the word that they heard was nigh unto them. In their mouth, alright? And then inside their what? Heart. So it's the only the people that turned the message into a confession 
that got the truth deposited in their spirit. The others heard it with their outer ear and never heard it with their inner ear. So when you hear something with the inner ear, you understand it. Which means that you don't have to ask anybody, what should I do about this? Because an understanding comes when you hear with your inner ear. And what we're saying was that faith comes by that inner hearing. And that thing comes by the confession of the word of God. Because what is preached is the Logos. When it comes out of your mouth, it becomes a reminder. You are confessed that out of your mouth. You hear it on the inside and the understanding comes. So if you look at verse 9, it says, it says that, verse 8, but what said that the word is nigh thee in thy mouth first and then inside thine heart? It says, that is the word of faith that we preach. For if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and then believe in thy heart that God has raised him from dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart a man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto what? Salvation. So you can see how it starts. In order for you to be able to make confessions to salvation, you first of all put it in your mouth and then get into your heart. And then when you believe it in your heart and then it comes out of your mouth, it produces salvation on the outside. So you take the word, get on the inside, brings you to a place where you are fully persuaded. It comes from that place of full persuasion and then it changes things on the outside. So it's important. This is the most important thing. Because you can have, the Bible says we ought to give a more earnest heed to the things that we have heard, lest at any time we let them sleep. There are things that you have heard that are so powerful. There are truths that if they come and meet you now and say, explain to us, what does it mean? You will see the person now and break the word of God and teach the person, but that truth is not operating in your life. But you can explain it. You can analyze. You can sit a group of people down and teach them and do all of that. It's because it is outer hearing and not inner hearing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to take what you can teach that you are convinced about and every day pace the floor of your house and start declaring that truth to yourself until the truth gets into your heart in abundance. It comes out in your life and the word is made flesh. You become a living epistle of Christ. For the Bible says your tongue is the pen of the word ready writer. Do you see what I'm saying there? And he said, I will write my laws in your heart and in what thoughts will I put them? So as you start saying it, God starts writing it inside and you become a living epistle of Christ to be read and known by all men. So what am I leaving you with? Everything you believe about yourself turns into a confession. Listen, fight this fight. Tell yourself for the next six months. Zone out time. What you don't plan to do, you will never do. You understand what I'm saying? Don't be led by the Spirit to do it. Map out time. Because you are not, the sun comes out at the time and it's God. You don't say everything if we are led. As it comes, it will never happen. Tell yourself, if it's 6 a.m. to 6.30, I will pace the floor in a quiet place and everything I believe about myself that nobody knows, I will start calling those things into my heart. Maybe I will get back at night and it's 11 o'clock. I will start satisfying my spirit. You will find out that all the depression starts lifting as you start saying those things. You understand that? Your spirit starts getting satisfied. You'll find out that things on the outside won't satisfy you as your words entering into you, as your inner air picks it. And make sure you don't repeat anything that is not right. You can't stop people from saying things, but you can stop yourself from repeating those things. And you find that you only say things that are powerfully right about yourself to erase because your inner ear is the inner court, their own voice is the outer court. And the outer court will only operate if you don't enter the inner court. You enter the inner court, you nullify the outer court. Do you get what we're saying here? Your life begins to change. You understand it? Grammatically and with your words. And you know it. I know it for the rest of your life. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word and by the power of the Spirit, we ask that you establish us in this truth and in all righteousness in Jesus. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, 
visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.